Welcome back to the Statues Podcast. This is your host, Denang, and with me, I have my co-host, Crystal. And on today's episode, we're going to start this one with a clip, too. I'm alone, and look at me. There's nobody around me. Nobody likes me, man. It is what it is. Sometimes in life, people are not going to be around you to motivate you. They're not going to be around you to push you, to celebrate you, to applause you. You got to do it on your own. Yeah, so to kind of, you know, uh, go through what that clip was, um, I'm assuming he's a boxer of some sort or a fighter of some sort. And uh, so he's saying that, like, look around him. No one's there. No one sits beside him. And, you know, that's life. Sometimes you're not going to have people there to motivate you, to push you, to applaud you. And that you're that and that's going to be life. And that sometimes all you have to do is lean on to yourself. Yeah. You know, but there are people that thrive like and get motivation like i feel like there are some people that's the only way they get you know that that drive to do something when somebody is there to to always you know push them and tell them hey you know you can do it you can do it and then when you have when there's nobody there they're just there there's there's no will to do anything but that's a them problem at that point (laughs) like and i don't mean to sound like a bitch about it but that's a them problem and that's why we have so many sore losers. When they're winning, yeah, how many people are going to be by your side? But all it takes is for one loss before you lose everything, and then no one's going to be on your side. It's going to suck because you're so used to the attention. You're so used to having other people motivate you, inspire you, push you, applaud you. But that's not how life is. Life is... And I, I don't, I don't want to say that life is solitude either, but there are going to be moments in life where solitude is all you have. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality of what we live day to day. After high school, after college, you don't have your traditional means of making friends anymore. You don't just go to class and, hey, you know, I have something in common with you. We're going to be great friends. Mm-hmm. In the real life, you ain't got that. That's true. In the real life, what you have is you working hard for your own life. And those that come will come and those that leave will leave. But there are a lot of people that, um, you know, don't like to be like alone. They need to have people there constantly. And and I know a few people like that. You know, they, they, they can't stand the thought of being alone, even if it means, you know, going to do work or, you know, doing like simple everyday things they need to have somebody there to do it with them and i I don't want to say like i get that because i don't um but there are people like i said there are people that do need that so like how do they go about like trying to learn to be okay with being alone with, with being okay with not having anybody there be okay with being fucked up like what is you that mean? they're not willing to confront anything that they have a problem with. That's why you're looking for validation. That's called validation. You're looking for other people to give it to you. You're looking for this person to motivate you. This person to tell you good job. This person to say this. This person to say that. 
but how long before the people around you we we grow up i'm not going to tell you congratulations every time i'm not going to i'm not going to applaud you every time you do something great mm-hmm. all that comes down to you this it, it's a it's a major you problem so are you saying they need to be okay with accepting all their flaws and imperfections like w- w- you said uh, be okay with being fucked up like like what does that mean like I, because to like me, for example right if if i were to uh, take it back and relate it to myself and be okay with not knowing math be okay with looking like an idiot when someone asks you a math question and i got to pull out my fingers and count be okay with be okay with being really shitty at school but you know what i am good with knowing that i'm good at what the fuck i'm doing i'm really damn good at it and there's no one in the world that can that can tell me otherwise because I know my worth. I know everything that I've worked hard for in my life. I don't need other people to tell me what I've worked hard for. I've worked almost 10 years for what I have. I started when I was 16, 17. I know what I'm worth. I know what I'm good at. I also know that I'm really fucked up and have major flaws. But I don't let those flaws conquer everything that I've worked hard for. All my flaws, I'm able to work around. I'm able to deal with. I'm able to work hard and compensate for those flaws. You know, but there are others, there are people out there who, if they have a flaw, it's almost like a weight that's holding them down that won't allow them to go and continue whatever it is that they're doing. Because they're scared. It's like extra weight, like extra baggage. Yeah, but that weight and extra baggage is... is it's, once again, it's a, it's a, it's almost like a, a them, right? Like for example, what is one flaw that you have? I have a short attention span. Okay, so now, if I give you a job, this job you're not gonna like it, mm-hmm. and but you don't do it, just because you're my wife, I'm not gonna treat you any more differently than I do anyone else. I'm gonna kick you off, and you lose that job. That's life. People don't care about your flaws. People don't care that you have a short attention span. People don't care that I don't know math. What they care about is that are you able to do what they've asked you to do? Are you able to do what you are capable of doing? For example, we are we we are fathers, sons, mothers, daughters. We we are all this. Are you capable of being that? Other people are going to look at you and be like, "You're a daughter. Do you treat your mom right?" Do you treat your dad right? Because the moment you say, I don't, what are people going to say? What are you going to say to yourself? Mm -hmm. When you confront those issues, you say to yourself, I'm not a great, like for myself, right? There was a period of time where I wasn't the greatest son. I'm not, I've never in my life have I ever, ever, ever said I'm the greatest son. Mm -hmm. But I've worked extremely hard to fix my relationships. And to build a bond with my my mom and my dad, my family. What if there are others that are like, you know, the opposite of you? That's like, you know, they, they know that they're good at something. Like, for example, that question is that, like, are you a good um, fa- um, sorry, um, son and daughter to your parents? What if someone says, oh, I'm amazing. 
but are you right you can delude yourself but the one thing that I was always taught in life is if one person says something then the second person says something third person says something fourth person says something fifth person says something at that point there is there is a reason why everyone's saying the same thing yeah maybe it is you know maybe it is hate but it's also time for you to take a step back and be like okay wait what are they saying and what's wrong right because if you were to put this into terms like if i were to relate this i myself know that i'm not perfect i have a lot of flaws extreme flaws at, at that i have major anxiety it doesn't allow for me to go out and be in public spaces but if i don't confront that Am, am I gonna? Am I? Am I going to let it affect you? Am I gonna let it affect my parents? Am I gonna let it affect my kids? My job, my job is about interacting with people. Mm-hmm. So if I let my anxiety take over, I'm the idiot. I'm the one that loses control. I need to have some sort of control. And what I have control over is understanding where where my flaws are, where my strengths are, and working on both sides of it and teeter tottering back and forth. So, for example, I've been in I've been doing this for so long that I know I know how to communicate when it comes to my job. Mm-hmm. But I also have major anxiety that when I do. I get exhausted by the end of it, but that's the drawback of my job and that's the drawback of what I have is that I'm not going to let I'm not going to let anxiety take over. I have to do what I have to do. Even if that requires me to when I finish the meetings or when I finish certain things, come home and nap for like a good hour. That's just how it is. In life, people are not going to be there to cheer you on. And those that are cheering you on, one day they're going to be they're going to be exhausted of cheering you on because they got their own shit to deal with. Everyone has their own shit. And you can't always look for validation from other people. You got to find it in yourself to give yourself that validation, to give yourself that, that, you know, that good job that you deserve. Yeah. But you know, like what if they, what if they, they need it though? Like that's the thing is that they, they, but they this need is, that validation. No but this is what. why this is why you have a lot of uh, failures in life. If you ask every failure, what is the one thing that what is the one thing and the one reason why they failed? It is because when times got tough and things started to not work out anymore, no one was there. So are you going to constantly depend on it? depend on the fact that people are maybe going to be there and cheer you on to get you out of that shithole or are you going to take the time sit back and think to yourself I have to do this I have to do this because if I don't I ain't got nothing after this so it's like we need to be our own motivator we need to be our own like support system yeah Like, learning to be... I think this is the part of, like, growing up and independence that that you need for yourself. Because, you know, there are people that, you know, move away from home. And, you know, they have no one there. And it's, it's, it's like, that learning process to be like, okay, I don't need, you know, 
to have the like okay just as long as i'm okay with it it it'll be fine well like okay and if if i'm gonna make an example right let's say for example you're applying for a a job at an accounting firm right Mm -hmm. 10 other people are applying for that job at the accounting firm Mm -hmm. you know what you're good at but then you start hearing what other people are good at you're in the waiting room and you hear what other people are good at are you going to have your friends there and to, and, and to validate you and be like, hey, no, like you went to school, you did this, you did that. You, you did great because they're not going to be there all the time. That's life is that there are certain situations that are not going to allow for you to have other people there. Mm-hmm. You, you got to be able to sit in that room and be as confident as everyone else and say, I'm going to get this job. When you walk into that room and they start interviewing you, when you start sp- talking about your resume you're you're talking about it with confidence you're talking about it with with this pure excitement that the next part of your journey here is going to be the greatest part of your journey you know i have a a friend um who pretty much went through the same thing like a year ago you know she had she got this she landed this really nice job at the bank you know and so she wanted to go out and celebrate with all her friends you know i happened to be busy that day so i i couldn't go out and hang out with her but you know, she she wanted to go and celebrate and nobody else could come. And then she found out later that, you know, some of her friends who she thought was friends, apparently, that's what she said, um, had other plans. And she's like, wow, you know, like, I, I just thought, you know, they'd celebrate with me and be happy because I got this job. And she was so down on herself after because, you know, she didn't get that validation and, and that like, like a round of applause, you know, f- for landing a job that, you know, us as young, you know, 20-year-olds could get. And, okay, and I get it, okay? A lot of us, we're going to have daddy and mommy issues. We're going to have these kind of issues because we grew up not being validated. But at the end of the day, are you going to continue to ask for validation when throughout your entire life you've never gotten it? You're already so used to it. Just work hard. Validate yourself. You got the job. Why, why do you need other people to validate the fact that you got the job? It's the same thing with life, right? Is people want validation in their relationship. That's why the relationship ends when there's no more validation. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand people like that. It, it, it's like it's like being being a couple for what? Like, for example, being in a couple for seven and a half years here. I'm not going to tell you I love you every single day. I'm not going to tell you I love you every hour. The fact that we are together, we are married, that we, we've dealt with the bullshit and everything that we've dealt with up to this point should tell you that I love you. I'm not going to tell you that I love you. Mm-hmm. No, I understand that. You know, like there are, uh, like I said, I, I know a few friends, you know, who are outside of a relationship. You know, they're they're strong, you know, they they know where they want to go in life but the minute they get into a relationship they start doubting themselves they start doubting every decision that they've made they doubt their feelings their 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 thought process like everything suddenly they just lose all this lack of confidence that they had in themselves and and that's going to happen in life you know but they look like my friend goes oh you know but like he didn't do this or or or, or he didn't say this you know and, and I, you know, like I was really proud of myself. I was looking forward to it, but I'm like, girl, like you, you don't, you don't need 
the other person you know to go and tell you that you're doing a a good job you yourself should be proud of yourself for doing that but i feel like sometimes people go into relationship and they suddenly lose that part of themselves you know to 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 be strong yeah individuals exactly and and that that's life is when you start having a group of friends that are yes men and yes women and they tell you yes you're doing great yes congratulations you lose your individual you you lose your you lose yourself as an individual and so what happens is now you rely on other people to be you to be there for you constantly to validate every part of your life and that's when it becomes almost like toxic toxic for yourself because like for example right the the times that i went homeless was the worst time of my life where you get time to sit and really think Mm -hmm. and that's the worst part about being homeless it's not the homeless part the homeless part we still manage because that's the easiest part being homeless what people don't realize is the worst part about being homeless is not the homelessness is not the hunger it's not all this and that it's the time that you get alone with your thoughts that's why it's the worst ask every homeless person they're fine with being homeless there is some sort of there's some sort of like peace to being homeless and and i know what that is yeah there are some people that you know i've seen like all these like media outlets on youtube they go to homeless people and 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 these homeless people say you know they're okay with being homeless that that if anything it, it, it makes them happier they they, they said to put in terms okay it, it, it's comforting for them and it is the one thing that's not comforting though is the time that you get alone with the thoughts because what happens is you're by yourself no one's gonna be there to tell you anything good you are your harshest critic so what happens is at that point in your life you're looking at yourself and you're saying and and if i were to if i were to talk about my experience then when i got to a point where i was homeless i sat there and i even said to myself like what the fuck are you doing you worked so hard for the life that you had and the career that you had. And then what happened? You gave it up for other people. And now look at where you were at. You gave it up for other people and those people don't even give a shit about you. You went homeless for them. Are they going to even help you with a dollar? Those are the thoughts that go through your head all the time. And I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about... The moment it finishes is the moment it starts again. The moment it finishes is the moment it starts again. And it's constant. Those cycle of thoughts comes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But if I needed a yes man to tell me, hey, bro, it's okay. You're a good human being. I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be here. I'd still be there. I'd still be homeless. I'd still be wondering how I'm going to eat the next day. I had to sit there and tell myself, you know, like, and the, uh, the honest truth about it is the conversations that I had in my head were very closely something along the lines of, motherfucker, you already worked this hard in your fucking life. No one at your age 
should be doing what you're doing and you're doing it. So stop. Stop with this shit. Get up. Fuck fuck everyone else. You do it yourself. You done it by yourself. You gotten here by yourself. Why do you need other people to tell you they love you? You don't need that. As long as you know you love yourself and you know that the people that you love, you love. You don't need them to tell you that they love you. That's fine. You're fine. You're good. That's why I'm here today. That's why I have everything that I have. That's why I'm happier than I've ever been. Because if I seek for validation and I seek for everything that everyone should give me. And yes, I'm saying should give me. I will never get it. I will live in a shithole for the rest of my life. Wondering when anyone is going to give it to me. I'd be living angry for the rest of my life because I'm sitting there with my hands out. And no one's giving me anything. But that's life. It's like it's exactly like the clip says. No one's going to sit there and applaud you for the good work that you do. No one's going to tell you to get up when you're down. No one's going to tell you don't cry when you're bawling your eyes out wondering how the fuck you're going to live. No one except for you. I, I solely believe and I believe that that's why God created a consciousness for us humans. Because we are never alone. Our consciousness lives with us. Our consciousness is the most judgmental part of us as humans. But as much as it is judgmental, it is also the one that understands how hard we've worked up to the point that we are in in our life. It can tear us down or it can build us up. But are you willing to confront your consciousness and confront everything that it's seen, that seen you do? Because maybe you don't see it. But when you're down in your luck and you have nothing, trust me, your consciousness knows everything you've done. Let it be spit on the ground. Let it be stealing from a kid. Let it be eating this out of someone's plate. Your consciousness knows and it keeps it there and it holds it there. It doesn't really let you go of it. It's like no. it's like a closet of skeletons that like, even no matter how many times you say you've opened it, it will always be there to follow you regardless of where you go. Exactly. And that's what I feel like a consciousness is. A consciousness is just the truth of what we as humans cannot confront. It's like your own personal devil's advocate, really. It is. But you know what? I also have to give thanks to it because that's why so many good people are are living to this day because those that could confront it did confront it and are doing greatness with their life and that's just the truth of it is like look the honest truth is no one's going to give a shit about you the people that I say good job to doesn't mean shit and trust me I get it it feels good to get get that sometimes and that's why I do it well my friends do great in life Hey, one message of saying, hey, congratulations, does wonders. But that's just, you know, the sprinkle on the cake. You got to build the cake first. Validate yourself. Say, say you did it. Yeah, you did it. I did it. When other people tell you, hey, congratulations, that's just sprinkle at that point. You already know that everything you've done, you did by yourself. Mm-hmm. 
when we say congratulations at that point, it's just like, oh, thank you. There are people watching. But when you when you look at life this way, it becomes easier when you fall, because when you fall and and trust me, you will fall Mm -hmm. is when you fall. Other people that are going to be there and tell you shit, say shit to you. So it's like it's it's okay to like, you know, be like, okay, you know, like if you're like, you know, gradually, that's great. You know, like congratulating someone is like, oh, that's great. You know, like, but don't go and like openly seek for it. Yeah. Like, what's the point of openly seeking for it? Like, for example, right. You graduate college. (laughs) Did that person help you get through college or did you go to class yourself, work that hard for two, three, four years and graduate. You did it. So so the point of this is that you did it. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you walk up and you get your diploma, you walk up and you get that piece of paper. That piece of paper is yours. Now, when I say congratulations to you, it's just me congratulating you because I know how hard you worked. But do you know how hard you worked? The congratulations doesn't mean anything if you also don't know how hard you worked. The congratulation becomes empty because I'm congratulating you now, but I'm going to turn my back and walk away. And so when I turn my back and walk away, is it gone? Is is that feeling done now? Possibly. (laughs) Exactly. But that's some people. Some people that seek for that validation, seek it, get it. And then it's empty because we got our own shit to do, man. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to sit there and congratulate you every day for it. You did it. Congratulations. Now I'm going to go do my thing. Now you know now you know that hey, you know, I congratulate you. Good job. But you did the work. You should know that. Pain, sweat and tears. Exactly. But that's life. Relationships follow this same rule is if you constantly seek for validation in your relationship, this is why relationships fall apart. A relationship is not about seeking for validation. A relationship is about a mutual love between the two of you and the, the love the love that you both have for each other turns into growth. Watching each other grow. I don't need to tell you good job. It's nice to hear it once in a while and I will once in a while, but hey, you got to understand that you as a daughter-in-law, you as a daughter, you as a wife, you as a sister-in-law, are doing good right now and that yeah you can always improve and there's room for improvement that's it so as long as you understand that when someone else you know like for example if someone else comes and tells you oh no you know like you're really shitty like you you don't know what to do you don't you, you don't do as much as me you don't you don't say this and that you don't it doesn't matter because you know that you've done the best that you can right now and that you're always going to work harder. Yeah. It's. You know, I, I, I'm one of those people where I, I, I don't, depending on what it is, I don't, I don't care for validation because I know what I'm doing. I know how I'm doing things. But then at times I'm like, okay, like, am I doing this right? Okay. Like I, I need someone to tell me if I'm doing things right or if I'm doing it wrong, you know, or, or, or like, if if I'm just like 
almost there, but not there yet. But at that point, that's life. You're not going to know when you're there. The finish line is never going to be a finish line. The finish line happens when you're not really thinking about it. You're not really looking at it. What happens is it's a journey. Are you willing to take that journey? And the moment you step on that, that pathway and go down that journey, can you stay on? Mm-hmm. You know, this is what's like hard. And, you know, we talk about it all the time on the podcast. It's so hard for me. And this is something that, you know, I'm learning. You know, I'm learning along the way because growing up, it's like I said, I always seek for my for my parents validation you know my mom's validation was very important to me because she was she's a very important person in my life you know i i needed her to be like okay you're doing a good job you you're doing the right things you know and then when i started to become my own person and um started you know figuring out what i wanted in my own life you know at that time i wanted her to tell me hey it's okay go do it you know seeking the validation for her to accept me and allow me to do what i wanted and i think that's what was also my downfall and a failure to myself was that even though she didn't accept it i still seeked for her validation for her to to tell me it was okay yeah and and you got the you got the consequences for it Mm -hmm. you live with those consequences every day knowing that the validation that you seek also came with a lot of sacrifices from other ends. Mm-hmm. Like I sacrifice our relationship, you know, for for the validation of my mom. Exactly. Know, even for your job. I I don't care what you do. OK, because as long as one, you're able to support like yourself. And one day if we, when we have a family, if you're able to help support our family, too, you know, and you're not doing anything, you know, like shady. Um, you know, I don't care. Like, this is your job. You should be able to do what you wanted to do. But it was more so like, okay, my mom didn't like, you know, the job that you were doing. I'm not going to go change her opinion about it. But it's like, I wanted her to, to, to be like, okay, you know, this is, this is your relationship. It's okay. You know, but it's like I said, I sacrificed our relationship and I have to deal with the consequences today, you know seeing how you are because of me seeking that validation because it was so important to me that whatever what whatever it was i wanted to do i will always have my mom's support and backing you know to to go do it yeah you know like to, to be free of those chains and there are times where today i still struggle with you know being independent and being being alone in a sense where i'm not actively seeking her validation i'm not i'm not actively seeking for her to be like okay round of applause you know good job yeah and this is something that a lot of people suffer with and i and I, i see it all the time is this is what people suffer with validation acceptance and when you look for those things that's when everything else around your life and everything else around you disappears. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't want to say I am this way. Okay. I am this way because of everything that has happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm also this way because the more you accept the fact that no one's going to be there and that in this damn life that you have, it's only you. 
what happens is you become like the damn uh, you become like a you become like a lion in the jungle or a lion in the safari lions don't need lions are not the biggest animals there's an elephant there's hippos but lions they're so confident and they're so strong that they look at that and they're like you're dead you're mine and they do it and they kill it and they eat it and that's what happens is the more you go throughout life and you get to these points as i have where you're like you you don't need the validation anymore you don't need people to tell you good job you don't need to you don't need people around you anymore that all i need now is for my me myself and i that's it then you have the mentality of of these 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 king and queens who no matter what they do they look intense all the time you look at it uh ufc fighters the best ones are the most confident ones and also the ones that are by themselves why because they don't need other people to tell them that they're good when they get into the ring they'll knock someone out and be like yeah see i did it i did it because i trained i think it was what Floyd Mayweather that just had the fight with Logan Paul. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a news article that I saw that before, like, um, was it like a couple weeks before the fight or or, or something like that? It was be right. It was before the fight during him training. He kicked out his girlfriend because he wanted to be alone so that he could prepare. Like he kicked her out and he's like, okay, bye. Like deuces. Like I, I, yeah. Mike Tyson does that too. When Mike Tyson is like um, training, I th- I think I remember seeing something where he says like when he's training, he's not with his wife, he's not with, he's literally by himself, in a mode where it's like. It's me against everyone in the world, mm-hmm. and you know what? Like I get it because now I'm I'm at a point where it's like me against everyone in the damn world, because. If it's not like that, I'm going to lose. If it's not like that, people are going to take from me again. And if it's not like that, people are going to people are going to chip away at who I am right now. And I've been chipped away at. You know the feeling of being chipped away. You know the feeling of having someone's nails break into you. And if if you let that happen again, that's your own fault. And I will never let that happen again. I will never let the feelings that I felt fall ever happen again mm-hmm. because I've already gone through it. For me to fall through it twice, I'm an idiot. The first time, you know what? You made a mistake. It's okay. I can forgive myself. Mm-hmm. And I forgave myself. And I worked hard to get up to a point where, you know, at this point, you know, when I talk, it sounds like I'm angry, but I'm not angry. I'm just, I don't need anyone. I don't need people to call my family i have family i don't need other people i don't need other motherfuckers to come into my life and be like hey congratulations good job you're a great dad you're a great this you're a great that motherfucker i already know i am that's how hard i work motherfucker (laughs) i'm sitting here and you know it's like how i've said it is when i hear people tell me hey you're gonna be a great dad motherfucker i know (laughs) <laughs> my mom and my dad know. Even they're not worried. Now they're at a point where they're just waiting because they know I'm going to be a great dad. Yep. Dad's like, you know, like, you know, 
your dad's always like you know i'm not worried when you guys have kids and and and, you know i understand his his underlining meaning to it and i'm like and i'm like this man's just you know he he you don't need him to tell you that you know because you you see the results in front of your eyes when it came to my baby sister you know so it's like you know you're gonna be a good dad I know I'm, I'm. I know that I'm gonna love my kids. I I know what was on the other side of not loving your kids. So if I don't love my kids, I'm a fucked up dad. But you know what? I'm not. And I know that. And I know that having kids ain't easy. But I'm confident mm-hmm. that I would love my kids the way I loved your baby sister. And there is no doubt about that. And no one's gonna take that from me. And it's the same thing with with everything that I do is that I don't need people to tell me good job on your podcast. Good job on this. Good job on that. I don't need people to tell me that. I know I'm doing good. The numbers say it. The numbers grow every day. Mm-hmm. So do I need other people to tell me? No, I don't. Hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not I'm not. You know, disrespecting what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's I like, appreciate what you're saying. Yeah, because it helps us. But if it came down to like, do I need your your words of encouragement or, or like round of applause? No, yeah. because because I can still do it like by myself. Like I don't need you to tell me. Yeah, you know, good job. And then if you don't, if I don't get it, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna you know just leave it be. Just yeah. put it aside. Because you know what? I've lived my life the last five years giving all the time. Giving up portions of my life so that other people could have a life. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick and tired of it now. And you get to a point where, you know, like for myself, where I did go homeless because of it. Because of those very specific things that I gave up, I went homeless for it. And at that point, it becomes a game of pride. You look at your life and you say to yourself, I ain't got nowhere to go. I could go back home. But if you walk back home, you're a little bitch. You told yourself the moment you walked out, you would never walk back in. And I did. I told myself I was never going to walk home. I would rather go homeless than walk back home to my mom and my dad. And so I stayed homeless for a good, what, month and a half? Mm, yeah, up, up, about a month yeah. and a half. And, and I suffered every day for a month and a half. I think you moved into your your landlady's place, I think maybe three weeks. or f- Actually, almost three weeks, almost a month before I left to go to yeah. Asia. And, and, you know, like, that was the thing was like, I got to a point in my life where these people that I gave up my life for they were planning trips when I was going homeless and so I, I, I looked at my life and I'm like that's how pathetic they look at me I'm sorry no 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 but that's <laughs> just the honest truth is I didn't need you to validate me anymore I looked at my life and said to myself yo just cause I'm in a relationship doesn't mean I gotta look at her for, for the validation and the help anymore I can do it myself and I have to do it myself and I did do it myself and so when I did do it myself I said to myself yo that's life in these situations this is life they were planning a trip 
going to Thailand, going to Vietnam. And I said to them, and, I, and like, I remember how pissed off I was because I sat there homeless, wondering how I was going to eat because no one gave me money. All the money I spent on your mom, your sister, and I had nothing. And no one was giving me. And I wasn't going to go beg for money either. I told myself I would never go and beg for money, and I never did. So I started pulling out of my savings. That's why I have nothing in my savings. Because I pulled everything out of my savings to help me live during the month and a half that I didn't have anything. But I wasn't also going to let my company fall. And I never let it fall. I didn't even let the people that... uh, I didn't even let the people that I had in the company know I was homeless. I pulled off this front like, yo, I'm still good. I'm still happy. I'm still chilling. But the moment sessions ended and they all went their separate ways. And they, I remember like we would finish session. They'd be like, yo, you hungry? Yeah, no, I'm good. And eating all day. But no, I'm good. Because I couldn't afford it. But I had to look at myself and say to myself, yo, these motherfuckers, they're planning a vacation when I, they, they were the ones that kicked me out. Everyone's going to think I'm such a bitch because <laughs> I went to. And I, but I went for a different reason, though. You went for your dad. Yeah. Your mom and your sister, they went for a vacation. But yeah, I was the one that sacrificed everything for them. So that's why I say to myself is at the end of the day, these are the people that I loved and cared for for a good five years, literally five years, called them my mom and called them my sister, literally called them my mom and my sister. When your mom had Anna and she needed the time off, we would take Anna. When your mom was homesick, we would go get medicine. We would go buy groceries. We would do this. We would do that. When your sister needed something, we would go and get it. We would go pick her up. The first month of my baby sister being here when she couldn't sleep indoors, we would go and put her in her car seat, like in her little car seat. We could go and take her out on a walk so she could pass out. But that and and I'm not saying and everything that I'm saying here is not is not for sympathy because I don't need sympathy. I don't need empathy. I don't need anything from anyone. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is. I came from a situation where I called these people mom and sister. And what happened was they threw me out on the street and never gave me a dime for anything. And I had to I had to figure shit out on my own because I wasn't going to let my mom, and my dad know. And I wasn't going to let the people around me know, because at that time I still run in my company. I still had to act strong. I still had to be strong. I still had to provide for my artists. And I did. Mm-hmm. And so when the time came for it, I leaned on myself and said to myself, motherfucker, you got to this point. It's okay. It's okay to be broken. It's okay to want to cry. It's okay to want to die. But you know what? It's not okay. You ain't to stay going like exactly. You ain't gonna stay here. You ain't gonna go cold tonight. And I worked so hard. And I, and, I, and I got out. And you know what? I'm at a point where, yo, even now when I worry and when I feel this anxiety, I remind myself of those moments where it's like, yo, you, you were, you, you, you've been homeless, bro. Don't worry. You got yourself out. What makes you think that you're not going to get yourself out again? 
It's okay. And you know what? I'm okay. I'm a little broken here and there. But you know what? I'll heal. I've healed slowly through this process. And I'm appreciative of those that have been with me. I'm appreciative of those that have reached out to me in my life. Mm-hmm. Trust me. We need it. Yeah. To be reached out once in a while. But not for the validation. I seek validation from myself only. Anything after it. I'm appreciative of. That's it. And that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. For you to continuously seek validation from everyone around you is going to be the biggest downfall and why you will never succeed in life. Mm-hmm. The biggest CEOs don't seek validation. They know that they're good and they know that if it were to fall, they could do it again. Yep. Because they worked that hard for it. They have the know-how and the knowledge to do it. So th- they don't need anyone else to help them. Exactly. They could do it themselves. <coughs> and and this is something that, you know, like... This is a hard lesson to learn. And I feel like it's also like... It's as I saying, it's a hard pill to swallow. It is. It's an extremely hard pill because sometimes... And, and you know, like, it's like I said, right? Is... It's not that you didn't worry about me when I was homeless because you did worry about me. Oh you God, worried about me stressing. all the time. But at that time, all you have is yourself. If you were to rely on someone else, what, what what's going to happen? How long is it going to take? I wasn't going to wait for false hope. I had to do it on my own. I had to do it by myself. And I did. And that's why... When it comes down to it, anything and everything that I want to do, I will do and I will make it. No matter how hard it is, Mm -hmm. no matter how much I struggle for it. This is why I'm such a workaholic It's because I know that I can't depend on people. I have to do it myself. I have to get myself to a certain point where I'm strong enough to stand on my own. Mm -hmm. And when I can stand on my own, then I'll breathe a little. I ain't done. The king of the jungle is the king of the jungle because he's never done. When you let your guard down is when other people jump you. When they're going to kick your ass. And I ain't going to let that ever happen to me again. I've had my ass beat, kicked. I've had people take from me, steal from me. Break me. And I know what that feels like. You know, I always say is those are scars on my body. Those are scars on my soul. They will never, ever disappear. You know, like it. this lesson makes or break people. It's like you said, you know, it it really it can help you to become a stronger person Mm -hmm. mentally and emotionally or it could break you down just the same. Yeah. And and it's way easier to be broken down than it is easier to build yourself up. Yeah. Because trust me, you will be broken down. You know how I remember how broken I was. I remember every day for a month and a half what it felt like. But you know what? At the end of the day, I had to pull myself together. 
it's sad and it's frustrating and there's so much anger and resentment but like at the end of the day you know I'm I'm at a place where it is whatever now I use these stories as a way and a means to only teach people these are scars on my body and scars on my souls that have allowed for me to grow as far as I've come mm-hmm. and you know what as much resentment as I have and as much anger as I have I've also learned that I can't be because if I am I, I, I'm holding on to something that I shouldn't it's gonna make you so angry like so much unnecessary anger yeah and this is why I've let go when it comes to your mom and to your sister I just let go the only one I really care for right now is you know your baby sister that's true. It, it's like we said, it's like I said yesterday, is that it's not that I don't care about them. You know, I, I love them and I care for them. That's why I'm still here. And, you know, my reason for coming back is because of Anna. You know, like she needs us. She needs a good example in her life, you know, and people might criticize me for saying that. But that's how I see it, is that she needs somebody who she can depend on. But if it wasn't for her. I probably wouldn't make it I wouldn't be making the same effort because it's so exhausting to keep trying for people who are not willing to try. Exactly. Or 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 you know no matter how much you're going to see for validation even if it's small they're not going to give it to you because it's like a game to them. And yeah. it's 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 really exhausting on it's a person. It's exhausting to your soul. It's exhausting to your body. It's exhausting to your mental health. It's exhausting in all levels because this is the same shit over and over and over and over and over. And at this point, it's it's like they're not listening, so I'm giving up. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, fuck all this. They can deal with it themselves. When they get to a point where they realize that, you know, they fucked up, then hey, at that point, you fucked up. We're not involved no more. Mm-hmm. You know, now your mom can't blame us for anything because we're not there. We're dealing with our own shit here. We got a, we got our own life now. Yeah, you know, it's it's so weird because it's like I said yesterday is that you know, she I she forgets that. Like it's like I told her, I work from home, you know, with you and whenever you need me to do something then I'll then I'll help you. And she's like, Oh, you know, it's it's so hard to get in contact with you, you know, it, uh, like you're almost like the prime minister, impossible. But I'm like but I'm busy, you know, like I, I have my own things. I have a life. I, I no longer seek for you to tell me that I'm doing the right things. I, I, I'm that I'm doing a good job because mm-hmm. it's like I said, that's that's where it went wrong for me. You know, constantly looking for that. And I, I'm not blaming it on this situation, but I feel like I, I, I feel like I felt that way because I'd lost my dad and there was nobody else there, even in his own silent way. He didn't approve of certain things, but he wasn't as outspoken as my mom. So after, you know, him passing away, it was like, okay, now I I need to work hard so that she can be happy. She can be proud. That's why my, me seeking for validation was so strong and so hard. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people can 
can relate to that too even maybe not to the same degree as as that but in some way they can yeah um i think right now with how people are you know they're experiencing these things they're experiencing what it is now to not have validation and they're having these conflicting thoughts Mm -hmm. and these conflicting thoughts you know are oh do people really care for me I want to say to you is whether they care for you or not does not matter. You are the motherfucker that put yourself in that hole mm-hmm. of always looking for someone to care for you. At the end of the day, the only one that's going to care for you, get you out of anything is yourself. Yep. That's the end of the line is it's you yourself. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get yourself out. Life is so hard. And I'm not even saying I'm close to what life at the pinnacle peak of what life is. Okay, I'm still at the baby steps of life. I'm still at the very bottom of the stairs of life. Mm -hmm. Still trying to tread my way through life. What I'm saying here is just an experience, a true experience from my point of view of how it was for me, of how scared I was. Of how broken I was when I was down on my luck. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in other people. I don't believe in other. I don't believe in anyone else except for myself now. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, when someone says something, I don't believe in it because I'll do it myself. No matter how tired I am, no matter how exhausted I am, I'll do it myself because I know that I'll do it. I'll get myself up. To rely on other people, you know, yeah, eventually I'm going to have to learn and I will. And I will get to a point where I will start to learn to believe in people and trust in people again. But as of right now, you know, like I've learned, I've only learned to recently trust myself. Mm -hmm. And this path and this journey that I've taken, you know, it's rough, rough terrain the entire way here. But I'm not going to take anything less because I am here. Mm-hmm. And you know your worth, you know, like, y- you know who you are and how strong you are. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And you know what? I think now. And I'll say this to the listeners uh, listeners is now you need to find out how much you're worth. Is what other people say to you worth more to you than what you believe you are? Mm -hmm. You've worked hard for everything that you have in life and everything that you have in life is sitting right in front of you. Are you just are you willing to take off the blinders now and see what you have? Mm-hmm. Or do you need those blinders on and have people guide you and tell you exactly what you have? You know, you're never going to win the race that way. You're going to loop back in circles all the time. You're going to move around in zigzag circles and never get anywhere. Where you, where you, Yeah, where you started is where you end. Mm-hmm. But when you take the blinders off and you're willing to accept the fact that everything that you have in front of you is what you have then you'll work harder to achieve more and depend on yourself a lot more and learn to love yourself a lot more. Self-love 
is a huge part of this. Mm-hmm. To have self-love is to appreciate all your flaws, all your strengths, and every step that you take along the way. I wanted to say thank you for everyone listening and you know I I know this episode came off a little stronger than it should have but I'm this is something that I'm extremely passionate about is self-love and believing in yourself. I'm extremely passionate about this because these are two things that I've lacked for a very long time in my life. Self-love and belief, belief in myself. And when you lack those things for such a long time and you finally have it, you'll understand why I'm so, I'm such a firm believer in it, why I'm so passionate about it, why I speak so highly and so hard about this topic, because I know there's good in the world, but for good to be there also requires good people to be found Mm -hmm. and everyone is a good person just are you willing to find that person within yourself it's not easy and it's a confusing route you'll lose yourself many times and you'll break and I'm talking about you'll break down to the brim and the bones of everything that you have but at the end of the day, you got to trust in yourself that, you know what, you're going to crawl to the end of that finish line and see what's there. Remember to believe in yourself. Remember to love yourself. And remember that validation from other people means shit if you don't love yourself. Thank you so much. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Um, it's in the. We'll link it down below as well. Um, It's called the Statues Podcast Community. Um, We also have an Instagram. uh, Check us out at the Statues Podcast. Let us know you're alive. Uh, This is your host and co-host signing off. Thank you.